Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Happy Hour Episode 1. I am your host, Christy Ogiberi, and the topic for today is secure passwords. Now, what is exactly a secure password? A secu- the advice that's been given to us is that all our passwords used for authentication in our network uh, on cyber on the cyberspace must be strong and most importantly we should remember these passwords which are actually the greatest challenge for us now one of the ways we can remember password is by using a password manager now the features of a password manager it can assist us in creating these uh, strong passwords and helps us to remember these by encrypting these passwords and storing them securely in a vault. Now, the main features of a strong password are it should have at least 12 characters as minimum. So if you're choosing password, um, you should that you are likely to remember. It should be 12 characters. If the password is longer or rather a passphrase, for example, hello, I am here, Dolly. That is a passphrase. You're more likely to remember passphrases than passwords. Secondly, passwords should include symbols, capital letters, lowercases, and of course, numbers. Now, what's the advantage of having these combinations is that the password will be harder to crack. So a cyber criminal, or it could be a malicious insider, will take them a longer period to crack or brute force these passwords. Now, another category or another choice is not to use dictionary words. So these are words found in any dictionary. We should really keep away from this. Why? Because if a cyber criminal, I use this word loosely, that would want to crack it, can use any tool and it will go through each symbol and it would go for an A, you will look for an A, you will look for a B, you will look for a C until the password has been cracked. We should also not rely on any method of interchange or substitution. These are not really secure. Now, how do cyber criminals have access to your password? Well, they can use phishing, so they can send you an email. And once you click on that email, the email will possibly, one option is it will open to another site, it could be a banking site. And when you type in your password, this is immediately captured 
and it can be reused. They would also try guessing the passwords. Unfortunately, uh, people still use password as a password. Other common types of attempts are QWERTY, QWERTY1, password with a zero in there. It could be a football team, something that's quite common. So if you as a, a person or a user chooses any of these um, uh, types of uh, words, these are easily cracked. Now, the typical, one of the typical ways of attacks are by using brute force. I've mentioned brute force before. And how does brute force work again? Just reinforcing that again is by using a combination of characters on a regular basis, or this is repeated, this action is repeated onto the password is cracked. Now, one of the ways we can further secure authentication is by using two-factor. So one, use a combination of upper and lower cases, letters and symbols and numbers. Do not use commonly used um, passwords such as I said password before or a monkey or uh, for example, you might be using I said QWERTY before. We should also ensure that our passwords are as minimum eight characters long. Now, if you're working for organization, your organization would have a password policy. So this password policy will be distributed to staff. And also you would have also um, a how-to guide, which shows you how to create these passwords, especially if you're a novice or you're not used to this system. Do not use the same passwords across multiple sites. So what does that mean? So for example, if you have a Yahoo account, do not use that the same password that you're going to use on your Gmail account. Because if one is cracked, there's a likelihood that your Gmail, if your, if your Yahoo account has been cracked, there's a likelihood that your Gmail account will be cracked. So this is what we call a password reuse. Now, do not, under no circumstances, write down your password. Do not use a post-it note and stick it under your keyboard. Do not share your passwords with your colleagues, your family members, or third parties, even if they request it. Uh, in some organization, really, this will lead to disciplinary. You will be disciplined, especially if there have been a breach as a result of your actions. Now, things that you can also do to secure your passwords are make sure you change your password regularly. Now, when I mean regularly, I don't mean every day or every week, because if you change it every day or every week, there is a likelihood that you will write them down. 
So yes, we want security, but we want to make sure that you are able to authenticate to any system that you may use for your work or for your personal needs. Um, when you log on into a, a website, even you do it from your local machine or a work machine, ensure that once you've completed your actions, the task that you uh, logged in to do, ensure that you have logged out. Because um, if you do not log out, then your, your account can be, um, somebody else can actually access your account details and actually change your account, change the email, and then you'll be, you be locked out. When you're using browsers, for example, using a browser uh, such as Chrome, it may ask you, after you have entered your username and password, if you would like to save your password. And this is a no, a big no-no. Do not save your password when you're prompted, especially by a browser. Why? Because these brow this passwords are saved to the memory of um, the browser. And what does that mean? What's the implications of this? Is that anybody that logs in and goes to that site, the browser will, may automatically lock, um, log them in. Now I've mentioned two-factor authentication. What do I mean by this? Well, there are three types. Type one authentication. This is something that you know. What do you know? One, you know your password, you know your PIN number, you would have um, some kind of um, code. So that's so this is what falls under, these two examples I've given falls under type one. Anything that you can remember. So this is an example of type one. Now type two is something that you have. Now what do you have? Let's see, you may have an RSA token, you may have your uh, mobile phone, it could be a smart card, it could be your uh, USB. So any physical, tangible object that you have all these I have listed falls under type two. Sometimes you may have um, a challenge as well. The server must send a challenge to these devices as well. So these examples I've listed are type two types of authentication. Now type three is something you are. So when we mean something that we are, something that is particularly to yourself, such as biometrics. So uh, what's your biometrics? This could be your fingerprints, which are unique to you, your palm scanning. It could be your uh, um, signature dynamics, how you sign your signatures. It could be your retina, your iris scans. It could be your voice. I mean, most some banks have implemented voice verification. It could be your heartbeat, for example. I mentioned like facial recognition. So something that's unique to the individual. 
So this is what falls under type three. Now, how this works com in com combination? Now, when we say two-factor, that means you have type one, which is could be your password, and type two, which is a token. So that is two-factor. When we mean multi-factor, then we have type one, type two authentication, and type three authentication. So that is what we call multi-factor. So what's really the advantage of this? If you use a password alone and your password is weak, it's easy to be, it's easy to be, to be cracked. However, if you use uh, a type two and a type three combination, as unlikely or it might take a long time to crack. So the combination of using multi-factor or two-factor makes your your environments uh, secure. So really we're discussing security here. Now I want to end with a question. How secure are your passwords and what ways do you think you can secure your passwords? Thank you for joining me and hope you took something from this. This is Christy Ogiberi from the Cybersecurity Hour. Remember, keep your passwords secure.